When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, fight fans, we have got an April to look forward to. We have a world title fight coming to our shores. IBO Super Bantamweight. Oh, my goodness. Miyamoto is stepping into the into the ring. Uh, gosh, I'm so much looking forward to this. Looking forward to chatting to her all day. Miyamoto, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Pretty damn exciting. <laughs> yep, it is. I always had on my bucket list in my life to go to a world title fight, and I went to the Joe Parker Andy Ruiz. I can't believe I'm going to get to go to two in my uh, own country, which is amazing. Um, but before we look forward, I want to look back with you. What a story you've got to tell, and what bravery you've had to be able to come out and talk about where you've come from and where you are now. I mean, the song that just played then was looking back over my shoulder. Do you look back on over your shoulder about gosh it's been a hard life Mia um when I've when I've looked at what you've been through how much (laughs) how much inspiration do you put or do you get from what you've gone through and conquered I get a lot actually it's very encouraging for me it's definitely where I get my strength from but yeah just me speaking about my story has definitely made me even more determined to become a world champion so what, what's the, like a lot of people won't know your backstory and I don't want to talk about stuff that you're not comfortable talking about, okay? So if you could just maybe just give us a, a, um, an abridged version of what you went through from sort of 17 through, through your 20s to where you are now. Um, I was a victim of being abused from my ex-partner and I have... I had three children at the time, and it was very, um, very painful, and it was a struggle. It was very much a struggle. Yeah, and it's you know physical abuse, and and, and the fact that you you're happy to come out and talk about that, I think, takes a lot of strength. So I congratulate you on that, and and you're talking about how it how it inspires you because. Having been at the darkest point in your life and wanting to give up, but then just clicking your fingers and saying, I've got to stick around for my kids. How does that translate into inspiring you in your boxing career? Oh, it's everything. It's everything because I'm a role model for um, not just for the people, but for my children. I need, like, I'm the only parent they have really in their life and they're the only one I'm the only one they trust and I need to be there to support them as well and teach them the right way and make sure that they don't fall into the same circle that I went through yeah it's amazing now you're with Isaac Peach who's going about his business really nicely he's got a nice stable of fighters you probably get to train with the likes of David Light and um, Andre Mihailovic is there as well, Jerome Pampalone. It's a good little stable you've got there, Mia. Oh, definitely. It's the best stable. We're 
really strong team. We treat each other like a family and I, I really trust them as it is really hard for me to trust people. How, I understand you took up um, boxing young and then walked away from it, went through your turmoils and then came back to it. The fact that you did it at a young age, how quickly did you re-pick it up when you reconnected with Isaac? It didn't take me long. I picked it up really quick. Um, probably like within a month, I was already back into my skills. then. yeah, because of what I learned as a kid, it kind of just stayed with me. There's so many facets to boxing. Um, you know, there's there's footwork, there's head movement, there's defence, there's offence, there's combinations, there's fitness, there's strength, there's uh, mindset. So many components. What what have you made the most improvements on in, in the last couple of years? Oh, definitely would have to be the mental side of boxing. Definitely that would be, that's what I've improved, just backing myself and actually believing in it and believing that I do have the tools and skills to do it. You're fighting Tanya Walters out of Canada. Um, She hasn't had as many fights as you, but I've watched a little bit of her. She looks pretty handy. How much scouting or how much much of your fight plan will be based on what she is going to bring to the ring? Um, I never really worry about what my opponents are going to bring. I focus on myself and what what I can do and what my ability is, and then everything just falls into place. There you go. Look at you. (laughs) You, You've got it sorted. You've got it sorted. (laughs) I feel like you've got an appointment with destiny, Mia, and and you're like a a big Kenworth truck driving through the forest. Nothing's going to stop you. Yeah, nothing will stop me. What's the goal? Like, obviously, you can only look one fight ahead, and Tanya Waters of Canada is, is the next hurdle. But you could be a world champion in a couple of months. Definitely. And I'm not stopping there. I want to collect all the belts. I want to be undisputed, and that's the number one goal. And I want to be the best in the world. This is super bantam weight. What's your ideal weight division? Super bantam is my ideal weight division, but I've fought in all different types of weight. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really fussed as long as I just fight. I love the... I love the sport of boxing. It's what I'm passionate about, and it's who I am. You're a real busy fighter, too. You don't have much time off between fights. No, I look, it's because I just love fighting. It's just, uh, and I'm just all about learning, and I'm only growing just to be a better fighter. Nice. nice. And you've, you've pretty much all your fights have been in New Zealand, except your last one. I think it was your last one was in, in Dubai and you got a, a, a split decision. What was it like to fight internationally for the first time? Uh, it was exciting, but when it actually happened, it was actually a lot different. It was a bit of a struggle because dealing with the culture shock and the language barrier, which was really different for me. But it was good for it was something new for me to experience and I learned a lot out of it I I talk to boxers and they learn something different out of every fight Um, what did you learn about yourself and and what you needed to work on in that last fight in Dubai oh it was definitely what I learned about myself is not let the the culture of it affect me because it did it did really affect me but I've learned that no, doesn't matter what the culture is, just need to express and be me. 
because I guess every boxing ring's the same size. They all have three ropes. They all have turnbuckles. They all have corner people. They all have cut people. They all have a referee, and they all have three judges. So is it a matter of you've got to every boxing ring, wherever you fight in the world, is just a boxing ring? Yeah, definitely. It's just a boxing ring. It's not until you get in there, then it becomes, when you're actually throwing your hands and letting it go, then it becomes a real... It can... It can be emotional. It can be, it can be physical as well. So, boxing is just—you just learn. You're always constantly learning, learning something new about yourself, which I love. That's what I love. Powerful, technical. Which end of the scale do you fit in? Oh, I'd have to say both. But I'd, uh, <laughs> if I had to pick one, I'd go definitely powerful. Powerful. Well, that's good because yeah. you can work on technique, and that can that can aid your power, right? So, what are your yeah. what's your go to? What's your money shot? Are you are you a are you a rip to the left body? Are you a sneaky overhand right? What what's your tools of trade? Tanya's not listening. I love body shots. Do you chop the body tree down? My number one chop. Yeah, chop the tree down. <laughs> that's my favourite thing. And what about when you? At the back end of the fight, when, when fatigue setting in, you can see they're tired, you'll know you're hurting, you know you're burning inside. What gives you the motivation to, to kick on? Because they're the championship rounds, and you might need that. My motivation? Yeah. I turn to my corners, or I think of my children. My children, definitely, my children would have to be my number one motivation because of the pain they've seen me go through. Mm. And one last thing I wanted to ask you about, Mia, is I've been a boxing fan my whole life. I've watched God knows how many fights, and I've always thought one thing that will stop a fighter from getting to that next level, I feel like there's so much emphasis on attack, on combinations, and not enough emphasis on defence and, you know, move. don't move straight back, move back on 45, head movement, um, Faints, all that sort of thing. How much work do you put into defense? A lot, a lot. It's, it's a good defense and a good attack sense is just it's, a, it's the same. We treat it the same. So, yeah, we work a lot on defense as well. I'm not constantly. So when we're, when I'm on attack, it is all about focusing on defense while we're on attack as well. That's awesome because I don't like seeing my fighters I'm cheering for getting hit. So I'm pleased you're working on. On defence, because I will be yeah, watching. all the time. That's the spirit. And counter-attack. I like counter-punches too. Oh, yeah, so do I. <laughs> oh, you're my kind of boxer. This is good. This is good. Hey, listen, I, I really appreciate you chatting to us. I'm so delighted that you've got a shot. Um, you're more experienced than the opponent, but um, she looks strong. She's uh, she's ripped. She's got a powerful punch, but she... She does, I, no one will have the motivation that you will have in front of your family, your friends, your stable mates, your wider whanau and New Zealand behind you here in Auckland for this world title fight. Congratulations on getting it done. Congratulations on what you've achieved so far. And we wish you all the very best. I can't wait to follow your journey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, she is. Mia Motu, uh, world title fight in April, taking on Tanya Waddles out of Canada, who's only had four fights herself now. It's a vacant Super bantamweight belt, which was relinquished by, I think it was a Czech fighter in 2019. She relinquished it, went to another organisation. So the IBO are resurrecting um, 
resurrecting that, and they've selected Miyamoto and Tanya Walters to fight for it. I don't know if the date has exactly been set yet, or the venue, or how we're going to view it, but um, Dean Lonergan, I think, is behind the promotion, so you can guarantee it'll be it'll be a wonderful, wonderful event. So we wish her all the very best for that, and I'm sure they will have a pretty good supporting card as well, because Isaac Peach has a good stable, he's a good trainer, they're a humble group, and... Um, Take the time to go and research Mia Motu's backstory. It is, what could you say? It's quite scary what she's been through, to be perfectly honest. It's quite scary from the age of 17 um, for a number of years, right back to living in her car with two kids. Um, she's quite graphic with the details of the abuse she she copped. So do a little Google search on M-E-A is her first name and M-O-T-U, Motu, is her surname. And we will follow um, her journey with interest as she competes for the IBO Super Bantamweight World title here in Auckland in April.